In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hey, this is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 185th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We got some new intro in outro music we're gonna share the story uh, about that at the end specifically composed for the bowtie chronicles podcast by our little composer and we'll share you that story at the end we're going to title this episode the welcome to the nfc south tom brady He's going to be uh, suiting up with the Buccaneers after all 20 years in New England, nine Super Bowl trips, six Super Bowl titles. He's going to Tampa Bay to get united with Bruce Arians and the Buccaneers, who put together a pretty good-looking defense down there. We've got Todd Bowles calling the defense. Uh, Shaq Barrett has resigned. The franchise, I believe, JJP, Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vey, uh, those guys, Devin White, they gave the Falcons trouble last year, beat them up here, six sacks, 14 quarterback hits, and then uh, Jameis threw the interception in overtime down there. So uh, Tom Brady, former New England greats, coming to the NFC South, makes the division a little tougher there because the, the Bucks have weapons on offense. Mike Evans got one. Can Brady get something out of O.J. Howard? Uh, he's certainly a, a talent. I'm thinking Brady will be able to get something out of him. So, don't know where this leaves Jameis at this point. But the NFC South just got a little tougher with Tom Brady coming. Tom Brady will be 43 when the games start here in September. If we you know get to that and we're playing football, he'll be there. Also... In quarterback news in the NFC South, Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to be going over to Carolina to take over for Cam Newton. Uh, got a little messy over there in Charlotte today. They tried to do the OPR. We're glad to know you, Cam, so forth and so on. And then Cam was like, wait a minute, I didn't want any of this. You know, um, you know, you all basically kicked me out the door. So, uh, you know, Cam and whether he's healthy or not, that's the issue. Whether they could trade him or not, said they could seek a trade. Maybe the Bears or the Chargers. But uh, if he doesn't get traded, he might get cut because you don't know if he makes the physical or not. But anyway, the Cam Newton era in Charlotte is over. Cam, of course, from Westlake High here in Atlanta. Started his career in Florida. Ended up at Auburn as a high Trophy winner and a national champion. Kid hasn't done anything but win everywhere he's went. Uh, you know, other some useful transgressions, but we don't have to get into those. Everybody's had those. But uh, wish Cam well in his uh, search to keep playing and see where he lands. But Teddy Bridgewater, who was sitting behind Drew Brees, 
who's also uh, in the quarterback news today. So we have three big quarterback news things today out of the NFC South. So Teddy was sitting. He could have went to Miami last year and wanted to sit behind Drew. Once Drew said, I'm coming back for another year, he's like, okay, I need to go play somewhere. Uh, the market was such that Carolina was the best place for him. But Drew Brees got a two-year $50 billion deal that will keep him in New Orleans at least one more year. We think they did it over two years to, you know, soften the cap hit. So Drew Brees will ride one more year at least. Teddy Bridgewater in Charlotte and Tom Brady, TB12. Some consider him the GOAT with his six Super Bowl rings will be in Tampa with Bruce Arians in that offense. Now, that offense will have to change a little bit. He just can't fire it down the field like he used to. Uh, or maybe he will shock us and still be able to do that. He did it when he had Randy Moss. Uh, but he's got Mike Evans and Goodwin. Uh, we saw Goodwin make the big 70-yarder here uh, where the uh, you know Falcons missed some tackle and he was off to the races. And then A.J. Howard, we... Um, been a perplexing uh, uh, kid. Maybe they can. He can be their grunk down there. We'll see. But anyway, the NFC South just got tougher. No question about it. So we're going to. We just welcome Tom Brady. Talked about the quarterbacks. That was our number one topic. We're going to go over the free agency tracker. Lots of action since Monday started. Then we're going to talk about uh, a tweet from our buddy Big Chuck Smith and a move he's he's uh, advocating for. I got a counter move to advocate for. And then we got some audio here from some local kids uh, from the Combine. DJ Wanham from South Carolina, 6'5", 254 out of Stevenson High, an edge rusher, defensive end guy. And then Brian Harry and the running back from Georgia. So uh, let's go here to the tracker. Most of y'all are up on this, but we'll go through it slowly just to um, get everybody up to speed on the free agents that are on the Falcons roster. Kenyon Barner, the running back returner. He did a good enough job. He hasn't signed with anybody. I would think he uh, still would come back. We haven't heard from his agent. Uh, Matt Schaub, we heard from Joe B. Brannion, his guy, uh, and that they, um, they're going to pick up the option for his this year for him. So moving forward with Matt Ryan and Matt Schaub trying to develop Kirk, Ben Kirk, and Danny Eatland. Heard from Justin Hardy's folks. He will not be resigning with the team. Uh, give it up. Tough kid. Played five years in the leagues. Got his pension. Uh, special teams player. I'm pretty sure Keith uh, Armstrong will be bumping for him after they get, uh, you know, they're kind of busy in Tampa with the quarterback now. Uh, probably not really worried about Justin Hardy at this point, but expect to see him pop up down there. Tight end Austin Hooper. They couldn't keep him. It could not. $10.5 million. They said they weren't in salary cap hell, but they were. Uh, you know, they, I guess they could have gotten no, they They weren't. They, there was no way they could pay him $10.5 million a year. That's what he got on the open market. Whatever their number was, it wasn't that. So they did go out and trade. Austin, but Austin Hooper's off to the, off to Cleveland for the Browns. They got OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum. They even got somebody to block. Old Conklin, uh, Michigan State kid. Uh, so you know, 
Cleveland went in the offseason Super Bowl again by signing the top tight end in the market, Austin Hooper. So, But the Falcons did replace him. They traded a second-round pick, number 55, their second one, and a fifth to the Ravens for Hayden Hurst. And they picked up a fourth-rounder. They got Hayden and a fourth-rounder, gave up a second-rounder and a fifth-rounder. And uh, it was the second. It was the Muhammad Sanu uh, pick that they uh, got from New England that went to Baltimore. Matt Sims, he's on the list. I don't know why. We still got to check on that. I'm pretty sure that's a paperwork thing. Keith Smith was re-signed to a three-year deal. Uh, Max is is out at 5.5, according to his agent, uh, Tommy Sims, good friend of the program. Another Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Our buddy, Wes Schweitzer, he's going to Washington, $13 million. Good luck for him. Uh, we uh, we got an item on Wes in our um, the Cover 99 blog this week. You might get a kick out of that. Uh, he's got a, um, it's a little bumpy here for him here. Uh, he didn't really uh, take the coverage well. But, uh, you know, good luck to Wes and his trip to D.C. Hopefully, hopefully he does a little bit better with his uh, with the media folks up there. Okay, Devontae Freeman is officially cut. They gave a quote and everything about Devontae being cut by the Falcons here today. Let me see if I can pull that up for us real quick. Uh, General Manager Thomas Dimitrov uh, spoke on behalf of Devontae. Uh, and the Falcons, uh, you know, running back who 14-15, help him get to the Super Bowl in 16. You know, uh, here's what Thomas had to say on officially releasing Devontae Freeman. Certainly, certainly would like to thank Devontae for six great years with our organization. He's been a solid member of our team, both on and off the field. Now, we, of course, requested... Uh, uh, the general manager to go over all these moves with us, but they said uh, they can't do it to the new business year and everything becomes official. So they'll give us the the people when they want to in the middle of, uh, you know, when we really don't need them, not when the news is breaking sometimes. But, hey, that's life in the, in the new millennium here. Let's keep going here. We are up to oh, – I skipped over on my man Ty Sambrello. Ty was uh, released – Save the team $3.7 million. Second round pick out of Colorado State. Had two shots at it. Had one shot here, one shot in Denver to uh, uh, land a starting spot and wasn't able to do so. Uh, somebody get him. We'll see. We see that where Lyman bounce around a little bit and, and stick. Luke Stocker, tight end. He was released. Backup tight end blocker. Saved him a little money. But um, we did do a poll on the trade, and it was 59%. The pro poll was, is Hayden Hurst worth the Falcons giving up a second-round pick? I said give, but you know how Twitter is when big thumbs and all that. But it should have been giving up a second-round pick. 58% said, yes, he's a stud. 42% said, no, he's a dud. So that's uh, the folks approved of the trade. That's majority. Carry on. Now, let's move over to the defensive free agency tracker. Make sure everybody's got up to speed on all the moves over here. 
we'll have to do one next week on the needs because once the free agency settle, the draft needs come into focus. So we'll we'll get to that here. We're going to get to uh, some of the the the. We've got a lot of profiles on kids we're going to run. We're going to get to everything this year with our current situation. So uh, looking for actually looking forward to that. But on defense, Vic Beasley, defensive end linebacker, will not be resigned. He signed a one-year deal with the Titans that's worth up to 12.5. And my poor buddy, Teron Davenport, uh, he's got all these tweets out there where no way they're signing Beasley. They can't sign Beasley. Now he's got to go talk to Beasley because they, they signed him. So we'll see. Uh, I'll try to tell Vic to you know, tell Ron's my guy and be good with him. Vic was uh, good to the media here. Hasn't returned our calls, but hey, you know, maybe he will one day. Devondre Campbell, linebacker, he's on the open market, and we break that down the cover nine at nine. It's a uh, who I heard from one of my guys, uh, uh, GM level executive at the combine. I just said, hey man, they just told us that Hooper and Devondre are going. Uh, on the open market. And he was like, well, I told him about Hooper. He's like, ah, you know, that's going to be tough. And I told him about the outside line where he said, nobody's looking for those. So, and that seems to be the case. And we try to break that down for you in the cover nine at nine block. He might be coming back. They just got to find the sweet spot where, hey, you know, he played on the fourth round pick. He only, he only made $4 million only. Hopefully he kept most of it. But, um, you know, I don't know what he thought he was going to get. I don't know what Drew told him what was out there for him. But hopefully they can come up with something that gets him back in the door. And Jeff Olbrook will certainly be happy if that's the case. Adrian Claiborne, haven't heard from our guys uh, from the Claiborne camp. I'll make some St. Louis calls to see if he's around town. I know he's in Chicago maybe too. Uh, Jack Crawford, haven't heard from our guy down in Miami that reps him. Cyprian is with uh, with uh, Campbell's folks. We haven't heard from him. Tyler Davidson, agreed to a three-year deal uh, with the Falcons. He's back in the fold at uh, I got the numbers. I don't know. I don't have them memorized. It's like twelve something, twelve nine, I think. Rashard Hegman was waived. Kamal Ishmael not be resigning. We reported that back at the combine. Stephen Means is back on a vet minimum deal, eight ninety five. Sherrod Neesman's uh, agent hasn't got back to us. Neither was Jamar Taylor, cornerback. John Witzel was a cut and resigned. We're going to see that move with another veteran here later on. I've been forewarned about, and we'll report on that when that happens. J.J. Wilcox, we want to see him back. That's safety insurance. i like to see both of them back, Cyprian and Wilcox, um, just because Keanu has been hurt. We might want to get a, one, a young one that can run around back there, too. Uh, Bleedy Ray Wilson, cornerback. Need to get him back because you did what? You released Desmond Trufant. You're starting left corner, released by the team. Actually talked to uh, his folks today and talked to him briefly. Told him to call when he was ready. 
you know, he was, uh, yeah, today he's, he was busy and he's out in Tacoma in the middle of, you know, uh, one of the hot spots. So I said, hey, man, whenever you're ready, just call because, uh, you know, you're always good to me here and uh, don't need to stress you about this. But unless you want to say goodbye to the fans and give me your side of the story, you know. We heard the team side. Well, we haven't had heard the team side, actually, but, um, you know, you got to get both sides of the story. Good luck to him in the future. Matt Bosher. I haven't heard from him, but they signed two punters. That's the painting on the wall for me that he's not coming back. Uh, we'll miss him. He's one of the good guys around. And uh, restricted free agents. Brian Hill received a fifth-round tender. Michael Bennett's on the list because he was injured, I think. And then uh, we got a one-year contract extension by Young Way Koo, the place kicker. So that's uh, that's our that's the free agency tracker. We put it on the bottom of all the stories here during the free agency period. Want the people to stay on top of that of it, part of it. And uh, that's where we're at. It feels like, hey, I uh, just got a call from one of my agent's friends and his buddies, one of their cigar buddies, and... It was like, hey, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to get clowny? I'm like, ah, uh, no, nah, probably not getting clowny. Uh, what about, what about, uh, what about, uh, what about the uh, Jacksonville guy? Going to get him? I'm like, ah, uh, Fowler. What about Fowler? I'm like, ah, uh, they cut, well, they just cut all these people. We got money now. <laughs> I'm like, no, not really. So, um, uh, the numbers are you got uh, we got to go by spot rack and then of course Nick Pope can massage it and create room and get all these guys signed but uh, you don't have big enough money to go get one of these guys 9.8 I believe it is and then 6.4 for the rookies that's 3.4 uh, to get a you know that's just for like Barner and the returners and you know the um, Wilcox and those guys you can fit a lot of uh, top 51s under there uh, and a lot of players that are not in the top 51 in there but but that's pretty much it so that's what the Falcons did they made some moves I think they wanted to try to make a play on a player I don't think they were in the ever hunt for Robert Quinn uh, we reached out to his agent Sean Kiernan and not at five years 70 million there's no way they could could have taken on that contract so that was just like Hooper no way they were going to do they weren't in the 40 million so they said they were like hoping he'd come back they should have just been truthful and said okay he's gone we wish him the best you know they knew he wasn't coming back but uh, you know gotta respect the hustle so let's move on. That's free agency. We got Tom Brady to the south. We got a free agency rap. Now our buddy Big Chuck Smith, the Dr. Pass Rush, tweeted out tonight, hey, I need to see him do this. He's like, um he know he knows what we know. And uh, he knows it from an expert point of view. He knows that there is nothing in the draft. That's going to help out the Falcons defense. Okay, I know that. Well, no, there is something in the draft. We're going to get to that. But he knows that, you know, at 16, at 16, there's nothing in the draft that's going to help the Falcons out. So, Big Chuck was on Twitter tonight. And I got to give him a call, make sure he's doing all right with everything's going on. Uh, Falcons want to help Grady, help your coverage, take pressure off the offense to score. Trade for at Yannick Nakua. Now, this guy is a special pass rusher. 
He's about to take his game to a DPOY level. Defensive Player of the Year. That's from Master Pass Rush Specialist Chuck Smith, NFL. I say Big Chuck got on his MVP hat or got on his GM hat. And then I know that, well, hey, they know, they know David Caldwell's number. Matter of fact, I got it right here. But I uh, can't give that out to you guys. But, okay, that's a move. Uh, we don't even want to get to the draft moves because you they got rookies. I mean, look at the depth chart. We got it out there. Um, you know, maybe they they got a, you know, I don't know. But I'm with Chuck. We need a move. But And the other one, of course, Chase Young. I've already tipped my hand on that. Uh, did the numbers on that. 1,600. You're giving up a bunch of draft picks. <laughs> giving up the one for next year. But, I mean, are you all in? Right now, you got to chase Grady. You got to chase Brady, Bridgewater, and uh, 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 Breeze around the NFC South. So, uh you know, might, they're going to probably switch and say, well, hey, you know, you can improve the pass rush from up the middle, too. So look for that. Y'all going to hear that a lot. Uh, and then you still got to go up and get Kinlaw. So, you know, they got to go up to improve the pass rush or make one of these trades. They got to go up in the draft or do Big Chuck's trade or do my Chase Young or Kinlaw trade. But, um, you know, Clavion, Chase on Espinosa, uh, Nisa, you know, it's not a good year for pass rushers in the draft. And that's where the Falcons appear to be headed. But, hey, you know, at the combine, we, we tried to get to as many other local guys as we could. And uh, today we're going to hear from DJ Wanham from Stevenson High, South Carolina, two-time captain, 6'5", 254. He's going to be a, a player. He's going to get a shot in the NFL uh, following in Montez Sweets uh, and all the other Stevenson guys' footsteps, Riley and all the other guys, Bruce Irvin, all them. So, DJ Wanham, here he is. Just got a little bit with him, 138. Then we got about 315 with Brian Harry and the uh, running back from Georgia. Here's DJ Wanham, Game Pop Cox, DT. Stop the run. I'm sure there's a bunch of what, what can you offer uh, interior uh, that, that can help a team like that? Uh, definitely, man. You know, just my length, my long arms, and you know, being able to you know, still make offensive linemen on the line of scrimmage and play off of them. When you when you do end up uh, getting drafted and, and being on a team, what is going to pop immediately for teams? What are they going to realize that they have in DJ? Uh, definitely a versatile athlete and, and also a leader on and off the field. Um, I was with a team captain in my sophomore year, so you know just bringing that to a program, I feel like it's one of is a big intangible for me. Can we expect to see your brother in any next year? Uh, it's, it's a good chance. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. We, we ain't really thought about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. How's Consuelo doing? She's doing great. <laughs> yeah, she's good. She's good. Hey, Mario, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, DJ, uh, do your land a little bit better. Go to the Falcons. DJ, what's up? Nice to meet you. How's it going for you so far? It's going great. It's a great process. Um, you know, just being here is a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Talk to him from Coach Bartrell and uh, the Stevenson Cats have been through here. Uh, Always have a crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those guys. Uh, I usually go back to go back to the high school. You know, talk back to those guys. You know, from time to time. But uh, we got another guy here, Justin Rivers. He also played this team. So, you know, we keep you know, she's like a lot of talent. So you know, 
kind of asked me what's my favorite play, uh, what's my favorite run play and pass play, and asked us about expectations and stuff, and like, like teach us some of the stuff that they do, and it kind of be the same because we kind of run the post style offense too. What is your favorite play? Uh, Red Ohio, it's an inside zone run. What do you like about it? Favorite players, the inside zone run. There you go. Brian Harry and former University of Georgia running back at the combine. You know, we try to get around and, you know, see the big guys and, uh, you know, see the guys from, from, uh, our local guys here too to make sure, uh, you know, we get, give them some love. Uh, just a little different here this year with, uh, the, the medical situation and so forth. So, um, everybody need y'all to stay safe out there. And uh, just like I said at the beginning, we got some new music. Original composition by Dion Orlandra Ledbetter. That's the youngest. She's a music comp major at Howard. And she had to... Uh, I've been bugging her to make me some a uh, couple beats here. And finally got to get a couple here. This one, uh, the, the intro music is called In The Mix. A hip-hop duet. Uh, we got DJ Detroit on the turntables. Sterling Trumaine on the bass. The track was composed by Dion Orlandra Ledbetter. So we're going to take it out here from the 185th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution is taking Georgia political coverage to the next level. Now, Georgia's smartest political team is adding Hall of Fame political broadcaster Bill Nygut. I am beyond thrilled to be joining the remarkable political team at the AJC. And with the year that we have unfolding in politics, it's going to be an exciting ride. Read Bill Nygut's expert insight on AJC.com and listen to the Politically Georgia podcast with me, Greg Bluestein. And me, Patricia Murphy. And me, Tia Mitchell. Hear new episodes every weekday. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. The celebration. The Atlanta Journal Constitution presents Hip Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip hop. 50 years. No one can deny one film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip hop.